Welcome everybody, Nerdicons, we're back this week, episode 68, I am your host, Russell Joining me, as always, this week are my co-hosts and partners in crime The man from the past, or the future, <laughs> or he's our time-traveling host Damien, say hello Hello everybody, I just want you to know, I have power, I have water I know a lot of people are still thinking we live out in the, the sticks of Texas <laughs> No, no, no. For we had a brief power outage uh, yesterday, and, and by brief I mean literally two minutes. Uh, the week before that, we had a lightning storm that knocked out the power for twenty minutes. So uh, we're still putting ourselves back together. And and let me just tell you from the past, and hopefully from the future, this mask mandate thing that been lifted here in Texas. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm gonna say is yeah. But alas, there's some nerd stuff to talk about. I'm looking forward to it. I'm still addicted to the damn Mortal Kombat trailer. I don't know why. I think it's the music. And I think it's secretly because I want to punch someone's heart out. Maybe that's what it is. But (laughs) we got some good stuff in store for everybody today. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And as always, I'm not sure if he's in his mobile studio or if he's in his COVID bunker. Carl... (laughs) Say hi. Hi. I missed you guys. I hope you guys missed me. I'm in the mobile studio. Probably going to be the last time for a while. I will be in a um, regular room with a microphone very soon. He'll be back to his sorority house in in no time. My sorority-inspired, decorated (laughs) dork cave. Oh goodness! But, uh, we oh. did get some some uh, some feedback from um, a new listener that messaged me on Instagram because I've been posting about that I have a podcast, um, and it was from Peppa Pigs. It said that loves the show, listens on his way of work, and that he agrees with you that Chris Nolan. Is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> so, Peppa Figs. Peppa Figs? Yeah, Peppa Figs. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, hey, shout out to you, buddy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the feedback. Uh, we appreciate it. We don't get much from any listeners. <laughs> we don't get a lot. <laughs> I got nervous yeah. when I looked at our numbers, and it's like, oh, oh, we don't, we don't have a lot of. Li- uh, but then Damien explained to me how our listening features work, and I'm like, that makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I still haven't gotten numbers from Gil on the Geek Out Show, so I don't even know how many people are listening to us on the Geek Out Show, like. You know, I'm just gonna put this out there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna message Gil or anything. I'm just gonna say, Hey Gil, tell us our numbers and see what happens. Um <laughs> he'll probably get back to you because he listens. I know he listens. We'll see if he listens. Ha ha ha. Uh but no, this uh, uh gentlemen, we do it, we do it every show. How 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 have you been since the last time we saw you? Damien, I'm gonna go with you first. Well, as I said at the beginning about the power, it's stable, but this is the longest week almost in in my personal history in the last maybe five years or so. I feel as if all I've done is work, work out, and sleep. And and when it comes to sleep, 
we're talking about five hours max on average. Uh, I don't know how I'm going. I think it's pre-workout coffee and water. Uh, you know, the uh, supermodel diet back in the uh, 1960s. But I, unfortunately, <laughs> I am not as slim as a model from the 50s and 60s right now. Uh, blame that on the, the pizza. But aside from that, I am mm-hmm. at peace knowing I can start my weekend talking with all of y'all about things that I hold near and dear, which is nerd culture. Oh, and I digress. I actually got the Optimus Prime Funko Pop delivered to my house on Saturday, and I'm very happy about it. But you know how when people say, you know, when you do a uh, an impulse buy of something you think you like, and then you have it in front of you, and then you go, huh, <laughs> cool and all, yay, Optimus Prime all day, every day. But I just, I had it. It was on my, you know, my kitchen island where I do my shows. Uh, and then I kind of just said, cool. And then moved it to my bedroom. So uh, I'll get it for you guys. just to show you all really quick. But yeah, it's one of those things where I, that's what I'm afraid of. Uh, to like to Carl's point about getting any hot toys or Optimus Prime, you know, Transformers hot toys. I don't want to get it and then not look at it often if that makes sense right so let me go get it mm, i don't <laughs> i i don't um uh, i'll wait till he comes back well you live you you can put your stuff up you, you're allowed to mm. i i on the other hand have to have my own space and i you know it's it's hard you know for me i have to i have a i have a cave of solitude oh, See, nice. that actually looks good well, it's supposed pop- to be the uh, the based on G one, so this is supposed uh, to be accurate G one for them for Funko. Well, yeah, but yeah. is yeah. it is it based off the toy or the show? The show. Okay, is it a t- it's a TV? Yeah, and then well, that's what's retro what's available. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've seen all of those at Targets. So I, uh, they don't last long. They don't. No. No. Oh, I saw at uh, GameStop they have these. I don't know if there's something inside of them, but the you know the old metal lunch boxes. Um, they have one side is that old Transformers uh, promo art on one side, and then on the other is promo art for GI Joe and um, one of their uh, one of the vehicles. But it's like from the eighties. It was cool. But just figured I'd let you know. But Damien, you're kind of a little bit of a tease because when you went, you really kind of like. Pause there when you said Optimus Prime. Oh, I got Optimus Prime, and I was like, three zero, three zero. <laughs> no, went, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, I mean, I would think he would more get the uh, PCS statue, the the hundred and fifty dollar one. That's what I would get the PCS. Yeah, because that looks like a cartoon, like a three D cartoon. Well, yes. that Optimus Prime from Bumblebee looks like it would be the cartoon one in real life, and it well, lights up. It looks way better than the Bay movies. I'll tell you what, though, Damien, if you were to get a hot toy or one of those, I wouldn't be afraid of not looking at it because it's all you can do once you get it. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. You know, out of sight, out of mind. Like, for instance, a lot of stuff that I bought at, at Comic-Cons and things of that nature, it's in, not storage, it's in my closet. And when I get the urge to look at, let's say, prints or some of the Funkos that I haven't put up, uh, in the last couple of years, you know, it comes very sparingly. 
And I get that moment of, oh, let's go dig through this box. And then I see it for 20 minutes. And then I just put it back and then I'm good for another month. Now, today I was telling a coworker, I think you guys are old enough to, to remember this. Do you remember Marvel card series one back in 1990, 1991? Yeah. Like the trading cards? Had them all. With the holographic Ghost Rider when Deathlock was like 8-0 when he first came out. So that's what yeah. I'm looking to get now. Oh. Like I just want that complete card i don't care i think i saw it for 70 on ebay at some point a couple weeks ago but i'm afraid if i get it it's just gonna be in the notebook i'm gonna flip at it a couple of times say mission complete and then keep moving with my life but then again isn't that the whole point you know what you should do is go to do you have a michaels or a or something like that they have those uh card display cases yes that you can put in your walls and you can buy a couple of those, put some cards in, put it up. You know, you can either rotate the cards out or get multiples of those and put them up. And it looks like, you know, it looks like somebody with an eye for design. Yes. That's an adult collecting stuff. Unlike you get these in, uh, sorry if I offend you, Carl, but some of these shelves you see with just action figures just lined up. I'm like, it <laughs> doesn't look like uh, an adult is collecting these toys. Uh, I don't. I don't have my action figures lined up. I have them all in Ziploc bags, in uh, special containers with drawers, so I can get to them to photograph them in these little plastic drawers. Now, for my one-six scale, which I feel that's probably what you want to do if you get uh, one-six scale figures or the three zeros, is you're going to want people to see them. You're going to want to look at them. So, detox is like detox. Nice. Well, they don't sell detox anymore. No, they don't. IKEA wow. discontinued detox, from what I understand. Well, they just shot themselves in the foot. Um, but I, you know, I, I my two detox I got for less than a price of a brand new detox. Uh, it's called Facebook Marketplace, and people were like, "Yeah, we want different cases, so you can." I bought them, but they're great display cases for um, those kind of figures because you invest that type of money in those kind of figures. Like, you know, the problem Damien's worried about is, oh, how, how often am I going to, you know, actually stop and look at them? It's like, well, you get a detox, put them on display. Because, yeah. I mean, they're so fantastic looking that you, you have company, people are going to want to stop and look at them because they're like, oh, wow, that's crazy. You know, uh, their their eyes look wet. Like, I really feel like, you know, Tony Stark staring at me. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how, like, the <laughs> level of detail they are. You know? Um, but, you know, that's about all I had to say. I you know one day, one day, one day, that door that door will open for Damien. <laughs> I, guarantee, I guarantee you, I think I'm going to go in the Russell direction and just, you know, get the 150s. Just to whet the appetite. And if I feel, okay, I want something a little bit more oomph, you know, that I can, like you said, proudly display in specific uh, casing styles. I mean, put uh, on your big boy collector pants. <laughs> yeah, we're, going, we're, going, we're, we're working up to it, man. I'm still on the Funko Pop. So uh, once oh, we gosh, get past there. You're, you're, 
Yeah, you're considering the, the, the PCS statue, so you're putting one leg into the big boy pants. <laughs> well, I mean, that PCS, that PCS Optimus Prime statue, I mean, that that's... I saw that's Megatron at a GameStop the other day. Is he, is he as cheap? I thought he was like 200 Uh I didn't look at the price because that's not my thing. Um because I keep going into GameStop for the pre-order of my two Red Ninjas that I pre-ordered in July, and they still haven't come in, so I like to go in there and harass them. <laughs> so that's why I was in GameStop. I I, I just has we're not going to talk about GI Joe the GI Joe line that Hasbro has just completely dropped the ball on. Mm. Okay. But uh, how was your week, Russ? Oh, was Damien done? Yeah, was Damien done? I don't know. He's he's chowing down. Like he's enjoying <laughs> whatever he's eating. I, I am enjoying a nice protein filled meal of of shredded chicken, lentils, and uh, three eggs on top, just to add some extra protein. Because uh, oh, sounds actually delicious. You know, twenty twenty one Damien is trying to put on about five to ten pounds of muscle, so we are all protein all the time. But. To your other point, uh, I'm I'm pretty good. I, I think me having that Optimus Prime there now, and now you guys, kind of saying like, "Hey, you know, like look at it more." I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it next to me. Now, if someone comes, <laughs> if someone comes over, somebody comes over, and they're not cool yet, they're I'm, I'm not having this out because you know people be people be stealing sometimes. So, oh you yeah, can ta- you could take my food, but you can't take my Optimus Prime. So. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so, so is it? Are, are we are we changing the format and going with me next? Yes. Oh, look at that! Look Excellent. at that! I, I had an uneventful week, so you oh. can go. Mine will be short and sweet. Um. Well, my week was. I mean, watching the same stuff on TV. Haven't really watched anything new. I did get a Saturday delivery last week. And I really don't want to move it because it stayed very still on my shelf for right now. But my heavy Mando came in. I don't, oh. I don't know if you can see him back there or if I'm in the way. No, your screen's blurry, dude. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't want to. He, he didn't come with a, the crotch grabber stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm kind of nervous to even touch him right now. But was it a <laughs> clamp, the little claw? On the flight yeah, stand, it came with you a flight adjust, stand client. You can client. adjust it. I know, but I can't get it on right now. It's oh, you, you the, might, the top you gotta, of the pipe. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, I uh, recommend the next time you're out at the food store, look for the little eye eyeglass repair kit, and it comes with them small little Phillips, tiny tiny Phillips head screwdrivers, and you can um, adjust the. Uh, the clamp okay. so it gets bigger and will go on the pole and then you tighten it but then you can adjust it before you tighten it to like where his waist is well, his waist is too big for that clamp or at and least clamp it on the is, back of his backpack he's humongous i mean he is a beast um he's by far my largest hot toy um and he's well worth the price um I'll, I'll just say that much. Uh, it's if you it, he wait he's waitlisted <clears throat> at, at sideshow, so good luck. Um, and so he's probably going for four or five hundred dollars on eBay now. 
Probably. Um, yeah, as soon as that switch is sold out, it'll be 800. The set. Oh, yeah. I got two more of the Masters of the Universe uh, ro- ro- uh, Mega Construct sets. I got uh, Battle Cat versus Rotan. Ooh. You can see that. Yeah. I actually like that. I actually built this one, but it's over on the other side. And I got the Wind Raider. Oh, that's cool. That I have not put together yet. I'm getting G.I. Joe vibes from that. The Wind Raider? Yeah, like G.I. Joe, uh, like some sort of vehicle from G.I. Joe. Yeah, I mean, it look. I mean, you know, Hasbro's Hasbro, and yeah, mm-hmm. Mattel, Hasbro, they 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 stole from each other. True. Um, but like, I found the I found these both on sale. Like this this Roton one, I've been trying to get at Walmart, but it's like thirty bucks. I found it on Amazon for twelve bucks, so I got it, and I got the Wind Rider Wind Raider for fifteen bucks. So. I got those both at like dirt cheap prices. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, buying them. I put together the Roton one. It looks really cool. Uh, I'm going to win one day when I have, when I need to de-stress, I'll do the wind Raider and have a blast with that. But um, I really enjoy those. And funny story. I found wave two. Of the Masters of the Universe Origins this week as well. Yeah. You had a kind of a funny story too. I I did have a funny story with that. I I had stopped at Walmart one day to grab myself a a cup of noodles and 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 something and for some lunch at work. And this local toy photographer who shall go unnamed saw me walking in the park. You still have huh? yet to send me. You still have yet to send me any names. Well, I, I know. I just I'm lazy. But he saw me across the parking lot and then proceeded to run in a dead sprint. Now, mind you, this is like eight thirty in the morning. I'm not running anywhere at eight thirty in the morning. I'm just going in to get my cup of noodles and a drink. And so as I'm walking in the doors, I hear this crash. And so, you know how the Walmart has the carts that they do the online shopping for you with? Mm -hmm. Apparently he was running and he was running through the aisles and he did not see the cart and he ran smack into the cart. (laughs) And Walmart, there were like four Walmart employees around him and he's like, Oh, and they wouldn't let him leave. And so I'm like, okay, I got to see why he's bolting in here. And so I walk back to the toy aisle, and there it is, sitting in the toys, wave number two, all four figures. And I'm like, huh, I didn't plan on buying this, but guess what I'm going to do? There were only one of each figure. So I knew exactly what was going on. His connection at the store was like, I got to put them out, but they're here. Come get them. And so I bought all four of them. And he, <laughs> I bought my noodles. I bought my drink and I left. 
And I'm sitting in my car, situating myself, putting my uh, hooking my phone up to to listen to on on my radio. And he's walking out, and he's stalking out, and he's got this look on his face like he's all mad. This is, mind you guys, this is almost a forty year old man, <laughs> okay? And he's just like looking at me, and I'm like, I'm like, I just wave at him like, hey, like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> I was like, I was in my car like, hey. He's like, mm. so it was kind of funny. He, this is the second time I've kind of ticked him off with my toy buying. Cause I'm not like, you know, I'm, I like these figures, these masters of the universe ones. Um, there's still some I want to get and I haven't got yet, but I'm not like sweating it. You know, I'll get them if I get them. But this dude is like, he buys, he buys out like, like he, He's, he buys like all the waves up and he doesn't sell them. He, he gets them for his friends and whatnot and, and does his little toy photography and then throws the toys to the side. And is like, I'm never going to, I don't care about these anymore. Wait, what? And what? yeah, oh, I don't know. And it's not like he has a massive following on Instagram or anything. It's just like, he works. He's, <sighs> you know, you know what those Warhammer games you ever heard of those? He works yeah. at a store that sells nothing but that. And I'm like, yeah, how do you have the money to buy all the waves all the that's time? That's what I want to know. I'm like, how do you have this money? <laughs> What's the winning minimum wage like, like down where you're at? Cause I can't like, imagine for real. I'm like, I'm like dude, oh, and then I remember, oh, wait, you have no bills because he lives with his mom. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. He lives in his mom's basement. Oh man, he's giving up the stereotype. Come on, man. Yeah, I know that's so, so sad when it's like the assumption people have about like us as like guys that are into pop culture, geeky, and comics and stuff like that. That like we, oh, you live in your mom's basement, and it's like <laughs> when there's someone that actually does that's like that. You're like, oh, well, you're not helping us. <laughs> well, you know, basically. <laughs> Well, you know how, like, also, like, you'll get those ads on Facebook every now and then about, like, uh, authentic Star Wars jackets from the leather guy or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. He's always, like, reposting the stuff. He's like, I must buy this. It's like, I've I've seen this guy in public. He's wearing this, like, tweed trench coat, like, four scarves. He's, I mean, I'm wearing a stocking cap right now because it's freezing cold in my basement and I'm bald. But he's got this stocking cap, the hipster glasses, and he's wearing sweatpants. You know, and 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 like uh, Marvel deck shoes or whatever. You know, you know the canvas shoes that you can get. Mar- like, oh, like the like, vans. Yeah, and he's got like uh, all these like wrist, ba- you know, all these wrist moves. Like, dude, you are almost forty. Come on, Almost man. forty. <laughs> well, I mean, I I wear my hat to my fitted to the side and wear Wu Tang. So do I. I'm forty. I wear hoodies and jeans. I'm I'm I mean I I just <laughs> I collect Funko Pops and I'm forty. <laughs> you, don't you don't live with your mom. True, I do not live with mom. <laughs> and I mean, you know. We all, <laughs> we all launched. We all launched. And it's like, I'm like, I know the dude has a connection at the Target. 
That's why there's never any stuff on the shelves at Target. Um, you just—it's—he's one of those people you speak to him, and he's just like, oh, 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 like, oh, because yeah, I, I, I said he scoffs like, at everything. Yeah, he oh. scoffs at everything. He's like, I'm like, he's—we he, were talking in one of the stores, and I was like. Yeah, I just I'm I'm getting out of the action figures. I just can't I just can't deal with this. He's like, oh, I have no trouble finding action figures. You're not working hard enough if you can't find action figures. I was like, first off, bruh. I'm like, tell me, come on, man. Go ahead, I'm go. Like, sorry. I'm like, I'm like, dude. I have a job. I have three kids and a wife. I can't sit there on a Saturday morning waiting outside the Target at eight o'clock. To go get a GI Joe figure, okay? I yeah, it's lie. not like he—it's not like he's working very hard because he's got connections. So all they're doing is hiding the case in the back for him. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like—it's like, oh, we open at eight. They're going to be on the floor. They'll be here. Come get them. And it's like, dude, I don't care. And <clears throat> I just like, yeah, he's talking. He's like. I've gotten all the turtles except Slash and Leatherhead. I was like, "Oh, really? I sold that one for 150 bucks." He's like, "You did what?" I was like, "Yeah, I bought it, didn't want it, changed my mind, put it up for auction on eBay, got 150 bucks out of it." He's like, oh, oh, "Oh, I couldn't find that one." I was like, "I know, I bought it here. I bought the last one." I wonder yeah. if he doesn't if he eats avocado toast and pays like thirty dollars for it because it sounds like that kind of. Guy. <laughs> my and thing like, is and i just uh, said thing, sorry no. i just said look dude i'm getting out of the action figures it's just like not worth it i'm just gonna spend that money on like a hot toy oh, hot toys you can't you can't take photographs of hot toys yeah yes, uh, you, can. Like, yes you can yeah you can dude <laughs> i know a guy that does <laughs> he does a pretty good job <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can He's an idiot. But which makes sad sense me is I'm sure he's probably said that. He's like, oh, I, you know, I, I just tossed him aside. I don't know. I just need it for a shot. Which makes me sad because that makes 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 it like that he doesn't really have any love for these characters or anything like that. Right. You well, know, which he doesn't take care of his collection, too, because he's posted his 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 shelves. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hate talking bad about somebody, but. He kind of kind of deserves it after what happened this week, but he takes pictures of his shelves and there's his stuff all on the shelves and it's like, dude, dust, okay, dust your stuff because there's just a layer of dust. It's like, like he's got like a the white black widow figure and it's gray, half oh, of it's God. gray from all the dust. It's like, dust your stuff, like have some pride in your stuff. If you're gonna put pictures up on the internet yeah it's just a scene but like I, I, said, I, blo- I block him on, on 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 all social media well i don't block him but i block him on certain days because like if you he's one of those people that have to like post everything everything he's doing so like he he, he wakes up at six o'clock in the morning on fridays to watch WandaVision and it's like, dude, I don't need stop talking about this. Nobody had like he's one of those guys that's like, I have to be the first one to do this. I have to be the first one to do this. And it's like, so what? Like, what do well, you win with, with that? What do you get with that? Nothing. 
Well, the thing is, too, is that if it's like Instagram and stuff like that, if he doesn't have a big following and doesn't, isn't, it's just no one's seeing him anyway. Like, so. Well, he got, first. He, he was all, he was all in a tizzy after, and, and this is what maybe made his week a little better was uh, Nacelle Toys picked up some of his pictures and reposted them. Nacelle Toys does the toys that made us. And they're like artists, like something or another. And I'm like, oh. oh, they featured him. Yeah, they featured him, and I'm like, oh, cool. He's like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, my heart's palpitating, my heart's beating so fast, I can't believe this. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I was like, dude, calm down, bro. Stop it. Stop. Oh, yeah. I got friends that've been featured by Mezco and stuff, so. I mean, I've never heard of them, so who featured this guy? I mean, I've been featured before, and it's exciting and it's cool, but like, I don't know, I didn't make a big deal out of it. Like, he I, told you know, he posted it on Facebook, on his Facebook page, personal Facebook page, and I only know this guy because I used to work with him twenty years ago. Um, uh, okay. and he's like, I'm I'm almost in tears right now. This is so such a big deal, and I'm like, really. Really? People like what they like, man. I feel like the way you describe <laughs> this dude, we we would be making fun of him. Obviously, we're doing it on air. I know. But at I, the same time, bad. people will be doing it to us. So, oh yeah, people are gonna make fun of us. And I don't care. But that's the thing. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I feel like people that I know, and like obviously like us and other guys that are like really into collecting, and not even just toy photographers, but like. Wouldn't think it's a big. We kind of be like, oh no, the toys that made us featured us because I feel like a lot of people, like collectors, don't are really soured on that whole thing because they kind of made the collecting <laughs> I, I, really hard, even harder than it was. Like yeah. you now, it's like, you know, is it I'm safe like, to say that it's it's turning toxic at this point? Because you know, eventually fandoms do become toxic. I I would I. I I the two most toxic fandoms I I know of are professional wrestling and um, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Those are those are some toxic fandoms. And well, I, Philadelphia sports fans are toxic uh, too. <laughs> but, but but you know that that's that's part of Philadelphia sports fans' charm. They are toxic. Um, they boot yeah, Santa they, Claus. Yeah. Oh, they they kick the. They they beat a seeing eye dog that had a, a Cincinnati bandana on it to death, um, and shoved what? a little girl. Yeah, shoved a little girl with a Tom Brady uh, jersey on in a in a garbage can. Uh, yeah, no Philadelphia fans. I'm sorry, anybody that's a Philly fan, you might be cool, but most times I find Philadelphia sports fans to lack logic and reason. <laughs> See, as, oh. a fan, as a Mets fan, I could talk civilly to a Yankees fan without getting Same. into a fist fight. Mm-hmm. Like a Philly fan and a Mets fan, or even a Yankees fan talking to a Philly fan, there might be some shit that goes down. Like you know what I mean? Probably. Like, and it won't be the Mets or Yankees fan that starts the fight. It, nine times out of ten, it'll be the Philly fan. I this yeah. is just something funny. I remember ESPN was trying to make Knicks versus Celtics a thing. And Knicks versus Celtics has never been a thing. And Paul Pierce said, somebody asked him about the Knicks-Celtics rival. He's like, what rivalry? Our rivals are the Sixers and the 
and the Lakers. Who are you talking about? Because they were they wanted so bad for there to be like because you know there's the Jets and the Patriots rivalry. Mm-hmm. There's the Red Sox and Yankees rivalry, and they're like, well, there's a ah. Uh, they're like, he's like, no, no. Basketball is like the only thing. There's not a rivalry between Boston and New York. And <laughs> Paul Pierce, yeah. really? The Knicks? <laughs> We've never worried about the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm no. I mean, I think a lot of people are getting frustrated, and it. I, I, I think just, certain collectors in the community. I think. If you're collecting um, one twelve scale, like six inch action figures, it's probably becoming rather frustrating for you, especially with mm-hmm. all the exclusives, Target exclusives. So, well, Target, you're not just battling other collectors; you're battling employees too. Yeah. Um, on on more more levels than one, because you've got employees filling pegs, and then you know their stock team comes around to check to order, you know, once or twice a week. You know, to to say, okay, I'm scanning this barcode on on the tag, and I don't look at that. It says GI Joe, and these are Power Rangers figures up here. There's every three target, things on this peg. You every know, target every target I go to on on the GI Joe pegs is Ghostbuster figures. Hasbro really? has no problem. Hasbro must have no an abundance of Ghostbuster figures and has no problem restocking those Ghostbuster figures. But G.I. Joe, uh, besides the, the very seldom, maybe twice I've seen G.I. Joe's actually on the pegs at a Target, um, they're never they're never G.I. Joe's. It's always Ghostbusters, up here at least, where I'm at. But, but the, what I'm saying is the way Target inventories work ordering is like there has to be an empty peg there for the associate to s- scan it and say there's nothing here. Then that it triggers an order. If they're scanning this G.I. Joe tag and there's a Ghostbusters figure or a Power Rangers figure on that tag, a number goes in because they're not looking and saying, looking at it saying G.I. Joe assortment. It just says they just scan the tag, see a see a number, just look at what's there. They don't I mean, because they're under they're under the I mean, they've got a deadline to do this and they've got to scan the whole freaking store. And, and so you're not like looking, you, you, they're not sitting there going, well, this is a GI Joe tag. This is a power Rangers figure. This power Rangers figure goes over here. And so people move those ghostbuster figures onto the GI Joe tags and the GI Joe tags are getting scanned five, six, six deep. And then the ghostbusters are getting scanned one or two deep more ghostbusters come in and or 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 something gets scanned a zero like uh let's say a Jar Jar Binks figure gets scanned a zero whereas oh we're getting fifty we have fifty Jar Jar Binks let's fill up all these black series pegs nothing else gets scanned they don't they don't understand it's it's an antiquated system that doesn't work and and yeah, as a result. The, the, the exclusives are getting even more exclusive. And I think putting exclusives in Target is just a bad idea. Right. Well, it's like the other night I, I, um, I was bored and I needed to reach my 10,000 steps. So I went to the tar- a Target and I looked at their little iPad they have in the aisle. Mm-hmm. And uh, for Star Wars Black Series, just taking a shot. 
and uh, it said five Bo-Katans on hand, zero in the back. There's a Star Wars Black Series figure on the pegs, mm-hmm. and both of my targets that I can that are close enough for me to go to. Um, so I asked the employee. She was very nice. She was an older woman, so I don't think she even she didn't even know what a Bo-Katan was. You know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, very nice lady. She's like, huh, it's saying no location. There's no location sign for this. I'll go look in the back. Yeah. F- 15 minutes, literally 15 minutes later, she comes out and she goes, I'm sorry, I can't find him. Which makes me think, one, some of that on hand stuff with Target talking to people, it's like a fictitious number. Like right. they're supposed to have five, but they're not sure. And, um, that and uh, some toy employees are hip to the game and they hide them. I mean, like I said a few months ago, yeah. I was looking for that that uh the Mando and baby uh, uh baby Yoda uh set Grogu set, right. and they said they had like two or three, and the kid went back there for fifteen minutes. And came out and he goes, dude, and this is, he's, like I said, like he said to me, he goes, I don't know where they hid them. And he goes, I'm sorry to do that, but these guys hide them when, as soon as they come in so they could buy them or sell them to their friends. Right. Yeah. Well, they, they get their, they get their employee discount, they get their red card discount. And then even if they sell it for retail, it's still a profit for them. Yeah. And, and I know, like, I know we got the, like my target got those Yoda and you know, the Grogu and and Mando sets, but they only got three of them because I know the toy photographer that crashed into the Walmart online cart got them all because he got them for him and his toy buddies, him and his photography buddies, and and they're sitting there. I, I've seen their pictures, and it's like, yeah, well, I'm not competing with with people who. You know, and there are other collectors who go down those aisles. He's not only frustrating me, he's frustrating a lot of people. Mm. Um, because there's other collectors who want to collect this stuff, but... Because they love it. Yeah, and and they're like, our target gets nothing. I see people online, their targets are getting everything. And then our Walmarts get nothing. And and it's frustrating, and I understand it. And And every day... I see somebody get frustrated over a six inch figure is another day. I'm glad I'm switching my collection over to six scale and, yeah. and I'm doing my buying online. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be you know, besides maybe some comic shops that, I mean, maybe they have it like that where they can carry an inventory of hot toys. Other than that, there's nowhere else really to get hot toys, but from the distributor. So right. if you miss out on one, it's your own fault. There's no, there's no really battling anybody. Even though there's situation with bots now, but that's still mainly one twelve scale. Yeah, nobody bots aren't buying out. I mean, excuse me, pre-orders. I mean, Big Bad Toy Store, their pre-orders sell out, but um, I haven't seen a pre-order sell out on Sideshow in a while. Yeah, and I the Sideshow will limit your your uh, each person's yeah. Thing. Like it'll they'll limit you to two. Like you can two. That's it. Like you know. So I mean, you don't have to worry about people ordering. Like I want ten. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. If you're troop building six scale figures, I want your job. 
Yeah, for sure. Right? <laughs> Unless they just have that many reward points that, like, you know. Dude, how do you? I still want your job. That's a lot of reward points. <laughs> yeah, it is. A lot um, of reward points. But yeah, that that was really my week, and, I, and we got off on a little tangent there. But I think that's a tangent that happens every now and then. Oh, uh, oh, for listeners that collect that tangent, we'll let them know. Hey, you're not the only one experiencing this problem. You know, you're not alone in this frustration. And, but, well, so, Carl, how was your week? My week uh, was long, man. Uh, that's the theme. I had a week coming back after a week of quarantine. Jumping right back into two jobs it was a little, little taxing, a little, little rough for me. How is um, your significant other? Oh, a hell of a lot better. Um, she still has a cough, but she's, she hasn't been, she's not contagious anymore. Um, but she's still, she's not a hundred percent like, but she's a hell of a lot better. It's nice yeah. to hear her on the phone laughing again with her friends and stuff. Um, and like being able to like, you know, hug and kiss her if I want and, you know, hanging out with her. So, I mean, that, that's a lot better. Um, I still feel fine. I took my second test that I have, I have to take at the university because we had to do weekly tests and still came up negative. So that's good. You know, that, that week, that snowstorm hit that I had to stay there for over 24 hours. And that's when she was first coming down with her symptoms and actually feeling sick. It might've been a, a blessing in disguise. Um, because we didn't have any, and she's good at like. Soon as she doesn't feel good, ever since the the um, the quarantine, ever since the pandemic happened, like if she didn't right. feel good and she wasn't sure, she quarantine started quarantining herself. You know, so. I mean, I get my shot on Sunday, so. Nice. Time, I have to do that. I by the time to, by, by the time this comes out, at least one of us will have a COVID shot. Nice. I'm eligible nice. now because I work with children and elderly. Right. So I'm eligible to, I don't want to say jump the line, but I'm no longer on the wait list. Yeah. Now I'm in the main queue. So hurry yeah, I got I'm, a, I'm pretty I got sure I'll get I got a random email the other day and it's like, we've got Johnson and Johnson vaccines. Do you want it? I was like, yes. I'll take I'll take the one dose. I don't care. It's just as effective as the other ones. Just I'll take the shot. Let me give give me peace of mind. I, that's all it is for me right now. Uh, my parents yeah. got 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 their first shot scheduled for the Moderna, I believe, on Monday, and then they get a month later and they'll get their second one, and then, whoo, it's a a year of being very nervous about something. <laughs> So, mm. so Monday I might be pretty miserable <laughs> if, 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 if the side effect, you know, the side, some people have had the side effects of the shot where they have a, a, just a lethargic day. So, I mean, it's actually really interesting to think I've about, never about forward to a shot before in my life. Mm. I'm looking forward to this shot. Not to get too like deep, but it's very, I was thinking, especially if you said that thinking about it, I mean, especially the guys that are in our age range, um, how much our grandkids will be reading about stuff we actually live through in the history books is kind of like, you know, crazy, but 
And and there's, I mean, definitely, there's no way you can't put this whole. I mean, it shut down a country for almost a year. So, like, well, well, I'm, for my list, for our listeners out there who think I'm jumping the line or anything, I'm overweight. That's why I'm getting the shot. Um, I'm, I'm five foot seven, two hundred twenty pounds. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm also. Uh, I also work in a a food service company that deals with kitchens. Um, so I'm not jumping the line in the state of Virginia is also like, I, I, the way the state of Virginia has handled the, the pandemic has been probably the best that I've seen. Um, it's been, a let's learn how to adapt to this. Let's learn how to figure it out. Um, the amount of people in the state that are getting vaccinated is, I think, by now, by I think as of Friday, every teacher in Virginia who's wanted the vaccine has been able to get it cool. in the entire state. And my, you know, so it's they're they're moving on to you know to other people, and they're saying by the end of this year, all the children in Virginia will be vaccinated. That's how quick and how well our distribution is going. So don't get angry at me. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I'm just, I just, I, I'm, I'm excited for, to get the shot and to, for, for that, you know, to be a sign of, of, um, normalcy coming back for a lot of us. Sure. I mean, we still have our mask mandate, so we're not, you know, we're not uh, Texas. <laughs> we're not, we're not Texas or, Mississippi or Tennessee. Oh my God. You know, what's funny. Quick story about Mississippi. Uh, when I first started broadcasting school, I was looking at places to potentially start my first gig. My broadcasting teacher mentor, uh, at the time worked for NBC sports radio. And he literally told me since you know, college football, maybe (laughs) I can get you, maybe I can get you in somewhere in Jackson, Mississippi. I told my ex-wife that, who was my wife at the time, I told her that. She said, hell the F no. <laughs> <laughs> so I always laughed that he that was the first thing that came out of his mouth was to say, yeah, you're really good with college football. You know college football. Mind you, remember, I had a really thick New York accent at the time that I had to work to kind of get rid of to sound like a regular broadcaster. Oh, man. And the first thing he said was, let's send you to Jackson Mississippi. Uh, Jackson might have been, it wouldn't have been close, but the accent would have stood out a lot. But it yep. re- if you're covering college football and you're going to Oxford yep. or, or uh, 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 Starkville, Oof. it would have stood out. <laughs> it stands out here when I let it go. You know, when oh, I'm not yeah. really focused and I'm, I'm, I'm riled up about something, you'll hear it. But just the thought of me going, you know what? That could be a show one day. It's just a random New Yorker gets plopped in a random part of like a state, hopefully not one that's going to kill me. And people try to <laughs> guess. Hey, everybody. Sorry for that. Technical difficulties, the perils of live-to-tape broadcasting or <laughs> e-podcasting, whatever. But we, we're we going to get into news. Um, we've only really got two things. One thing I really want to just talk about, and I'm going to share my screen so everybody can see it. Um, give me just a second. 
I'm wondering if it was what I was going to screen share. Um, I think I'm already beating you to it. Can you see my screen, everybody? Yes. Oh, it went black. Okay. Yep, okay. Uh, yep, you beat me to it. I did beat you to it. Hot Toys announced this week, finally dropping pictures. A nice little Bo-Katan hot toy. Damien, I have to show you the pictures. That's why we're screenshotting. Screen sharing right now. Okay. Looking at it. Mm -hmm. If I, what just happened? Did you get rid of it? I don't know what happened to my screen. It closed out. Everything you want me to? Okay. There it is. I was trying to get a closer look, and I, and I got, I got to realize I'm not on an iPhone. All right, let me get this bigger. Do you want me to screen share? It'll probably come off bigger. There's, there's I, uh, uh, it's so tempting. I, I can't do it, but I want to so bad. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do, I, I, I'm going to pre-order this, but I just got to, I think I'm going to start selling my, the remaining black series figures I have. Well, to be honest, you'd be a fool not to get it for your collection. I mean, this is uh, going to be, oh, look at, look at this. Even just the hell? Mando sculpt. I mean, look at that sculpt. Looks That's good. a good face sculpt. Uh, people, were compla- people were complaining about it already. Like, oh, her face is too long. I'm like, what are you talking about? It looks exactly like her. I know. This is, like, really good for demo or prototype pictures. I think people just need something to, to, to bitch about yeah. sometimes. Because that, to me, looks flawless. That helmet. Oh, I mean, I love that design and the paintwork on her helmet in general. But yeah. to see it in Hot Toys form, it's like, I want it just for that helmet. It looks so badass. I love that it looks like an owl. Like, it looks like a yeah. barn owl. It's so badass looking. I mean, just look. I mean, I mean, you got to give it to the bloggers when they, they take these pictures. Oh, well, I mean, right there, a lot of those guys are toy photographers. So your, your, your toy... Your toy photographer nemesis down where you're at uh, is completely wrong because <laughs> obviously you can take photos of those. Yeah, and it's two eighty five. It's that's it's a pricey. It's yeah, pricey. there uh, that might be a sideshow thing. I don't understand why all of a sudden now just a regular. This isn't a deluxe figure. It's not coming yeah, this, out this, with a this that is one a deluxe figure. Yeah, because you're getting two figures. What do you think, Damien? Show me again. Sorry, I had to double check something. Okay. I like this. That's a figure uh, by itself. That's a figure oh, by itself. Please this tell is... me it comes with the Stormtrooper to beat up, because that would make it even more legendary. <laughs> I wish, but that's what it comes with right there. Car- Carl, did you take these action shots? Because these look pretty good. <laughs> no, no, I wish. I wish. That I mean, I like honestly... This. Those guys get the, those guys. Uh, I'm pretty sure they get those figures. They get the prototypes uh, or prototype to, to keep to shoot. Um, that would be a dream job. Be a hot toys photographer, blogger. Take all these these shots for them. Oh, that'd be so awesome. But yeah, that's another yeah, you badass know, you know, fucking you know, hot toy. You know, this hood's not going to fall that way when you get the hot toy. Unless there's a wire in it. Even if there is, it doesn't fall very well like that. 
Yeah. Because his jetpack, the boot, I think Look they light up. Look at the inside of the helmet. Oh, it's, oh, oh. Okay. There's a lot of detail there. A lot more than I would have anticipated. Huh. My father's armor. I like I it. Mean, now, does the jetpack light up? That looks like because yeah. it's a little bit brighter. Yeah, look. Cool. This, this is everything you get. Yeah. You get a whole... You get two figures. Now, I wonder if they're going to do a, a re-release and it's like the fresh-painted Boba Fett. Oh, they like will. Single. Oh, they will. And I'll have people, to buy people will buy it. <laughs> people will buy it. But... The key thing for me right here is this. That is not bad right there for when this is supposed to come out. $500? You'd get two figures. Okay, good. I was going to say, wait a minute here. <laughs> yeah, you're getting two. You're getting right, right here. This is what you're getting. The book That's really kinda, good, man. But right here. Kinda, I feel like that, it's a little bit overpriced. Bogotan is a little bit. I, I, I agree. I, with I that. think that's side. I think that's sideshow. I think that's sideshow. I can't imagine. Like I don't. But I don't yeah, I, 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 it's a they're, little. They're going to start pricing people out of the hobby. It's possible. I just, I, I, I worry about, you know, some of the the smaller online companies. Like, I'm definitely not going to buy from Toys Wonderland because I'm not paying the shipping from uh, Australia mm. or Singapore. Um, so, Sideshow, it's, it's, they've, got, they've got to do better. Um, I think the pricing needs to drop a little bit. But I, yeah, I would... Now, I remember when a, a die-cast Iron Man figure was, like, close to 300 Now, that's not even, like, a die-cast figure or a deluxe and they want two eighty five, right? I think they're, I, I, and that's why I always feel like there needs to be another company to compete with Hot Toys because for them to stay competitive, they're going to have to drop their prices, and and they don't have any competition. I mean, even though three uh, zero looks great, yeah. Um, I don't own any yet as of yet, <laughs> but um, I mean. They until they're at that level that Hot Toys is at. Uh, Hot Toys has no competition in that. I feel in that market. Yeah. So I mean, but they're getting a little too big for their britches. I mean, I understand it might cost more now because technology is always advancing, sculpting. You know, think painting. Like everything is advancing to where there's more into it and stuff like that. But I mean. When you start getting, because I remember my Iron Man figure I got when I had one was barely over three hundred, like it was like three ten. It was all yeah. die cast, and but now you're getting figures that aren't all die cast. There's no like light up feature, like getting close to or over three hundred, and it's like mm, this is getting a little ridiculous. You know, now Iron Man's four hundred retail. Ugh, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably putting. That's like put. You're you're pretty much. I mean, thank God for Sideshow and their flex pay. But like I said, I think you're gonna. They're gonna start pricing people out of the hobby. Right. No, I get it. I I mean, I'm seriously considering that deluxe Boba Fett set. I mean, I'm going to get. Um, I'm going to figure it out, but it's 
I mean, you're, you're talking, you're giving me eight months to pay $50 a month. Um, I think I can do that as long as I don't have any, uh, too many, you know, I have to look at my, the plan and see what else I have coming out because I, I, I have like right now I'm three payments in on Rex. Um, so I should be getting that soon. And I've got, I'm, I'm a, I'm a tax payment away from, uh, the deluxe Mando. But then I have a nice break through the summer to save up some money Ooh. or sell some stuff to get to start payments on Ahsoka and the 501st. So, you know, it's it's you've got to you've got to plan it out. I think I think a lot of people are just like, I have to buy everything they put out. And it's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't need the Death Trooper. You don't need the Remnant Stormtrooper. You don't need all this stuff. Buy what you want. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I think one, there's also FOMO, but then there's also not getting it and then realizing it's an amazing figure and then yeah. you're not going to be able to ever get it for retail ever again. Like So I, I almost feel like it's better to like pre-order and if you decide, you know what, I don't want it. And even if they keep the 20 bucks for the deposit, at least you're only out 20 bucks. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Um, at least like then you could get it, decide, I don't like this that much. And then you could probably sell it for, you know, uh, more than retail. You know, you make a little profit off it if you don't like it. But or at if, least make you know, your money back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like. But, I think some things with when it comes to hot toys, it's like almost better to to pre-order and try to yeah. get it and then decide. But something that came out that that we're probably going to get some hot toys from next week that finished up today. Prepare yourself for spoilers, people. Yes, Wandavision, Marvel's well. I shouldn't say Marvel's first foray into television, mm-hmm. but Marvel's third attempt into foray, third foray into television in the form of actually connecting to the MCU and blatantly saying we are connecting to the MCU. WandaVision finished today. So it did thoughts. Uh, well, I'm just going to jump in here because I got a, I went through way too many emotions a person can go through at 8.30 in the morning as I watched the final episode before work. Uh, you know, I, I thought about staying up until 3 a.m., uh, te- uh, 2 a.m. Texas time to watch it. No, sir. And no, sir. I went to bed around, well, 12.45. Woke up, rolled right over, went to my laptop, booted up my Disney+. Plus. And I did not move from my stool for the entirety of the show. I didn't even take a break. I literally just stayed there glued. And I don't remember doing that with the exception of maybe probably a really good indie film I might have seen years ago. But this was one of those, I'm I'm not even stopping. I'm just going to go right through. And what wound up happening was, this show is about grief. It's about a woman grieving the loss yes of all her loved ones in a short amount of time. Cause we forgot that. Uh, yes, it's superheroes. Yes. It's heroes and villains and supernatural. And it all ties together with the greater Marvel cinematic universe. Yes. But the story in and of itself 
of a woman who's still a young girl, a young woman. She's still canonically young right? at this stage, dealing with so much loss and grief as we see it played out in her escapism. And mind y'all, folks, by trade, I am a grief counselor. That is my degree. I have a master's in grief psychology. So as I'm watching this play out, this final episode, I'm actually getting callbacks to earlier episodes about how she deals with the stages of grief, you know, denial, anger, right. bargaining, et cetera, et cetera. And as I'm going through this from the first fight scene with her and Agatha, you know, in the sky, the dropping of the name of the Sorcerer Supreme being that little Easter egg where she says right. you are more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. So, so vision and, and white vision or whatever the heck they call them, spectral vision. And then, Bettany trolling everybody, saying this massive cameo that we were supposedly going to get. You and I, we all talked about it. Is it Patrick Stewart? Is it Fassbender? Is it Sir Ian McKella? No, it was Paul Bettany against Paul Bettany. And let me tell you, as a person who studies who studies metaphysics on the surface level, I was I felt like a dumbass. You know, part of my French, I felt stupid while listening to Vision go back and forth with Vision and just having these lights. That was a great acted scene. Um, yeah. It was and a really he had never scene. been on screen with himself before. With so himself he wasn't before. lying. He did not he lie. He wasn't lying. <laughs> so, so I thought that was a really well done scene. I, overall, and I know you guys are going to get in there and possibly disagree, the acting, I said this uh, last week, the acting of the show was so top-notch. From, from Agnes to Wanda to Vision, the kids, Fietro, Monica Rambo, uh, the guy from Sword to hell with to hell with that guy. Like to hell with all of him. He needs to go jump in the in the the Phantom Zone if he wants to. To Darcy, to Jimmy Woo, bravo, y'all, Bra bravo. But in terms of just like the Easter eggs and stuff like that, you know, just seeing. Wanda tried to use her hex magic on Agatha when they're out in the open, and the Agatha reversing it. You kind of had a weird zo Marvel Zombies nod with the Witches of the Coven in the flashback scene. You had, you know, finding out that Fietro was just boner. Reminds me of uh, Growing Pains, boners to bone. Yeah. And just, just seeing all that play out, and then Photon or Monica Rambeau using her powers to stop the bullets from hitting, you know, Wiccan and Speed and the, the quick little uh, Quicksilver thing where Speed grabs the, the, the hat and the goggles of the FBI, of the sword agents, you know, a little metal wink wink to the camera. There was yeah. just so much to like there. When Agatha gets hit by the by the car and she has the feet like the Wicked Witch of the West, yeah. you know, dangling outside. <laughs> I chuckled just, at that. I, I cackled. I went, ha ha, Wicked Witch of the West. But overall, this was a well-written show. That had to be condensed because you're so used to the two and a half, three hour MCU or even like a five part MCU film like right. the Avengers, for instance, condensing this into a, a sitcom for all intents and purposes. And you, given the constraints, given given everything we, we thought we were going to get, I will say I was pleased it mm -hmm. got midway through the episode where I said, I don't give a damn who the cameo is. I don't care if we find out who the aerospace engineer is. 
I don't care who the cameo is. I just want to see how Wanda makes a final choice. Because I know it comes down to her making a final choice of acceptance in the the stages of grief. How is that going to transpire? Right. And, and, And bravo, because where she starts her journey, as we saw in the episode in The Lamb Plot, is where she ended her main journey in that same land plot, seeing the how she conjured up, pardon the pun, to have her vision and her children to share those last moments with her, her acceptance of her current reality. The the, the post-credits notwithstanding, I thought that was well done. I thought she, she, again, remember, folks, remember the Sokovia Accords are still in effect, so she's still a fugitive. So for mm-hmm. her putting the hood on, doing the Bruce Banner, dun, 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 you know, kind of walk away yeah. uh, on the run like she was with the secret Avengers and, and, and the Avengers uh, Infinity War, it was so well done. And then we get to the, the mid-credit scene of basically all signs pointing to secret invasion of a scroll masquerading as a sword agent saying... A friend of your mother's, who it alludes to, it's it's Nick Fury mm-hmm. wanting to talk to her in space, and then the end credit scene of her reading the dark home, the dark hold, spectrally while she's drinking tea in what looks to be a Sokovian lake. Uh, I thought was the the chef's kiss to get us ready for multiverse of madness, which her her scenes have already been filmed. It was just well done. If anyone is moaning and complaining about we didn't get a Pietro scene, well, technically we did. We got it from Speed. We got yeah. it from Speed. And, and oh, we didn't get the the cameo. Well, technically we did. It was referencing Nick Fury or alleged alluding to Nick Fury. The name drop of the Sorcerer Supreme. Wanda spectrally being able to 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 read the Dark Hole, you know, and, and being the Scarlet Witch, and then. Right a callback to the comics where Agatha's her mentor and she says, thanks for the lesson. And then when Agatha goes, you'll need me someday. She goes, if I need you, I know where to find you. So potentially that's not the end of Agatha Harkness. She's just right. chilling out in Westview right now as, as just like in Wanda's side. neighbor. <laughs> so yeah. I thought it was well done. I enjoyed it. If you're if you're finding reasons to complain, they had to compartmentalize things for time. And I think that's the biggest thing you can complain about, that there were too many loose ends to cut to 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 cut. But Avengers Endgame had some loose ends to cut, and after a while we got over it. So we'll we'll get over this when Falcon and the Winter Soldier drop in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Carl. Uh I really enjoyed it. Initially, because I watched it twice, initially uh, because Elizabeth and uh, Paul Bettany trolled us hard, yes. my expectations were, oh man, who's going to be, who's going to be, so I was more concentrating on waiting for that moment, you know, that Luke Skywalker moment as Elizabeth Olsen referred to, and it really wasn't a Luke Skywalker moment, and then when I watched it again, I really just... You know, instead of looking for, you know, the cameos and, mm-hmm. and stuff and actually, like, getting into the emotion of the story. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. There's just one loose end, which I'm sure will come back. 
is I, I where did white with vision go? Um, but I mean, he he's obviously going to come back. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I I really like enjoyed Agatha as the villain because uh, Marvel has been nailing it, like hitting out of the park with its villains, and not because she's sympathetic, because she's kind of like enjoyable to watch, especially that actress. Um, forgetting her name right now, but um, Catherine she, Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Yeah, and I like that they've gotten away from the superhero movie cliche of killing the villain off. Mm-hmm. You know, she's alive and well. She can come back anytime, just like with, you know, uh, the next uh, series that we're going to get, not this week, but next week, Falcon Winter Soldier, we're getting Zemo back, which is great because Zemo in the comics is a great villain, and I'm glad they didn't kill him off. And besides Thanos, he's the only other one that ever beat the Avengers in the movie, in MCU. Um I really enjoyed it, and the ending was very emotional. Um, you know, when they say, "Well, I guess it's goodbye until we say hello again." You know, that was really like that got you really in the feels. Yeah. Um, I really love the part when they're in the sky and she's pulling into her power and like letting it release, and the comic-inspired Scarlet Witch costume uh, appears on her. And it's honestly noticed, too, that it's the two different ones. Uh, not too different than when she leaves the town and it comes back on her. She actually has a cape then, um, which is awesome. But uh, to see that and on her is just like, oh, that's awesome. Because that's one thing I admire about Marvel and MCU. They're not afraid to give you that. They're not afraid to give you a comic-inspired costume. Yeah, okay, it's not tight, because that would look goofy, but it's, you know, a very realistic uh, style to that. Um, that was great to see her in that. I mean, it's just great to see Elizabeth Olsen, uh, you know, anytime she's on the screen, but it was really great to see that character in that, because, I mean, in the movies, they don't really give her much to do. Even though Civil War, like, kind of something she does is what kickstarts the whole thing. But, you know, they're juggling so many side stories and stories, you don't really get as much of her as you'd like, because she's fantastic. Um, I'm really glad this series happened. Um, and I just, I just love that. I, I just, it is a great, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I you know after the second time I just laughed I was like man they trolled us hard and I was like the only person I mean uh, like I said I came to the conclusion well, Paul wasn't lying the only person he's never worked with someone he's been looking forward to working with and never worked with yet is his himself <laughs> well he, he didn't lie you know like um the scrolls thing uh that's cool not Luke Skywalker thing uh, to me in my opinion but you know I actually would have loved to see Nick Fury show up because anytime Samuel Samuel Jackson's on screen it's great um that's that's originally what I thought when we got to the to that scene with Monica when they said they'll meet you in the in the theater I thought 
oh crap, we've been looking at the wrong person for the Luke Skywalker cameo. We were looking at Wanda and Vision for it. I didn't think of Monica. So yeah. that's what I was anticipating in that moment. I said, oh, it might be, it's Nick Fury. But now, at least they, she, they alluded to him. Now, I noticed when she sees that scroll. Now, is that Talos' daughter? That That's changes? what everybody's saying. That it's the scroll that she played with, Talos' daughter. Because yeah, she seemed happy to see her. Yes. Um, and I, I think Talos' daughter, um, she's the one in the comics that starts the whole secret invasion. She's the one that, she's, I think she is the villain of the story. Am I wrong? I, it's a long, long time. I just know that even though people like scrolls are villains, not all scrolls are villains, but she does wind up being the leader of the scroll, like the scrolls that are evil. I remember that. Um, cause we, I think she was even the, the bad guy when they did the new fantastic four and it was ghost rider Hulk. Oh, that's right. Uh, was it Lila? She was briefly married to the human torch. She was supposed yeah. to be Alicia masters and she was masquerading as her, and she got married to the Human Torch, and it turns out she was a shapeshifter. I think that's who it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know, I believe that's Talos' daughter in the comics. So, I mean, I, I think it is like little um, Easter eggs of things to come if they go into in that direction of uh, Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure they could probably tie Secret invasion and secret wars because i mean the together if they wanted but you know it'd be cool to see secret invasion we're getting a secret invasion show yeah yeah okay yeah people Uh, forget that i just wonder if we'll eventually get a secret wars um storyline eventually with beyonders and stuff well beyonders was first or second one that was the second one Okay. The first, no, the, no, no I'm saying which one? one would you want to see the first one or the second one? Uh, well, I, technically, three there was three Secret Wars there was the first one, Secret Wars 2, and then the Secret Wars that combined the ultimate and yes. 616 together. Honestly, I think the most interesting of them all is the uh, most recent Secret Wars, and it's but and it's very it's very tied into fantastic four. I found that one the most interesting with God doom. Yes. I find that one the most interesting and it's also a way to bring everyone back because they're all from different universes. Um, that I just want to see that moment. Well, we won't no, we'll never get to see that moment. Thinking about it now is I love the moment in that comic with T'Challa because since it's that, that earth is made up of all the different universes, and every universe has its own infinity gems. Mm-hmm. He gets the infinity gauntlet to fight Thanos. And that's just a super awesome. Because honestly, to me, in my head, like there, it, make, it only makes sense that T'Challa would be the one to to rock the, infin- the, the you know, infinity gauntlet. You know what I mean? It's just like a badass character. You know, uh, that moment, that probably is like one of my favorite moments uh, in that comic. I know we're supposed to be talking about WandaVision, but it's just making me geek out. And my only other favorite moment is when, uh, I forget his name now, thanks Miles for uh, the cheeseburger. And when Miles comes into the 616, his mom's alive, which if you've read the original Miles run, his mom um, tragically dies. 
Yeah. So it was kind of like a, it was a pull in the heartstrings moment that, you know, his gift to the kid for being nice to him was he brought his mother back in the 616. Um, but I, oh, the Molecule he, Man. That's who you're thinking about. Molecule Man. Yeah, Molecule Man. Yeah, because he gave him that cheeseburger. <laughs> Peter Parker was like, you've been in that ship for like five years. How old is that cheeseburger? Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a great that, that I mean, that would be such an awesome. That would be such a great event movie. Really thinking about it, like, that would be on par with Infinity War and Endgame. But we'd need Fantastic Four, Mutants, and all that stuff, so, to tell that story. But, anyway, back to WandaVision. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Russ, what did you think? Good? Bad? Well, it... it, Okay. So, I'm probably going to be the realist here. And, um, you know, it was... I agree with most... With everything you guys are saying. I felt the ending was weak. And I'll say why I wanted, I wanted a cliffhanger. I don't feel like we got a cliffhanger. I think we've got, we got everything. It's like, okay, everything's tied up in a nice little bow. Here's where they're going. Well, it's like, here's where Monica's going. Here's where Jimmy's going. We don't know where Darcy is. And then here's where Wanda's going. And it was kind of like, okay, well, I'd like, I wouldn't have mind seeing, and I I know I don't know the story, but something like a dot, like a Benedict Cumberbatch showing up, going Wanda, we need your help, or you know, I I don't know, I I, I maybe I'll watch it again. I'm I'm going to watch it again, but I just felt like I was like, I wanted, I want more anticipation. I'm not anticipating where this goes now. Mm. I'm not. I'm like, okay, that story's wrapped up and move. let's move on to the next thing. I'm not like, oh, if I didn't know that the story's going to continue, mm-hmm. I would be like, uh, okay, I wouldn't think about this show as part of a bigger whole, is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. I, 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 thought, I thought the way they handle each episode is a stage of grief and all that. I think that's fantastic. It's a great... Um, analogy uh great all you know and and just relatable yes relatable and i like the the acting was was on another level for everybody involved down from the bit players to to the main cast i'm not going to complain about that i was a little disappointed that Evan Peters didn't open the door to the multiverse. It was just like, oh hey, for those well, that, that know, that Ralph think, y- <laughs> you know, it's it's like, oh, he's Ralph Boner. Okay, all right, okay. I, I actually liked the troll job. I I thought it was funny for me. Eh, I like troll jobs, like, but. I like it when Randy Orton trolls somebody like Soldier Boy, but I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not big on Marvel doing it. You know, mm-hmm. I want I want my stories meaning. I want I want I want Evan Peters being in this thing to mean something. It's like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I want each beat of my story to mean something, and then to have Evan Peters just be this guy. It's like okay, little disappointed. Like, I'm not going to be like, I hate this because of that. No, it's just, that's a little disappointing. Move on, move on. 
I, I would have liked more of a cliffhanger, you know, okay. um, a cliffhanger, but resolved, you know, you felt like it was resolved, but you're like, Oh, well, I got, I got it. Where, what's next? What's next? I don't feel like I'm like, okay, what's next? I'm like, okay. Okay. All right. Monica's going into, uh, we'll see Monica again in Captain Marvel two. We'll see, you know, I don't know that that I I think it's a great show and I think it, it, it's a for 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 what they're trying to do with Disney Plus this was a great lead off, yep. um, that that's my only qualm, and that's that's a minor qualm if you ask me, it's not going to make me hate this it's not going to make me dislike this it's going to make me say, man not what not the way I would have done it but okay, and mm-hmm. you know I'm fine with Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany trolling in the press. Um, because that's fine. I don't care about that, but I don't like it when my story trolls me, you know, it's like, I, you know, you, you cast him for a reason. Mm -hmm. And if you cast him to troll people, it's like, eh, I'm going to lose some trust in my filmmakers that way. If you keep doing that, you know, I mean, how much of that, how much of that might be a Marvel instruction versus the directors well that's that's the problem and and that was that was a lot of my issue with captain marvel mm-hmm. was it it didn't feel like when some of the music hit in the movie i was like this does not go with this and this takes me right out of the movie mm. um you know watching a 30 year old Samuel L. Jackson on screen and then watching a 70 year old Samuel L. Jackson run on screen kind of took me out of the movie. And, you know, it's, I just with, with, and that, and that was my problem with Captain Marvel. I kept getting taken out of the movie I get and you. I kept getting and and I feel like it's like, Oh, this, this, this to me feels like a little side story in the MCU that we could never mention again. You know, I mean, in my it's going to tie together at some point, right? It is going to tie together. And I know that I know that as a viewer, but the casual viewer doesn't know that. And I guess that's why the Evan Peters troll job came in was for the casual viewers to be like, why did everybody think he was somebody? He's Ralph Boner. Okay. Right. Um, well, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I just, it's it's a second tier Marvel movie if we're, if we're, if I'm being honest it wasn't you know you acting right. wise it's some of the best acting Marvel has done in a Marvel Marvel product I'll mm-hmm. I'll agree with that but story wise I feel like it's 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 in that second tier it's not that top tier you're not you're not comparing this to the Winter Soldier you're not comparing this to oh. Infinity War you know I think that's why it's on Disney Plus and not in the yeah. movies. Because it's a second tier show. That's why we didn't get a Vision movie. That's why we didn't but, get, but you that, know, a that, Hawkeye movie. For me, I think I think if you're going to do that, if you're going to make your television second tier, why do I need to bother with it? Sometimes, if if you're not if you're not going to try and if you're not going to try to hit hit the ball out of the park every time with no matter what you do, mm-hmm. then it, well, what what am I like? I felt like Mandalorian. 
and I, and I know we're not, it's, it's two different products, but it felt like Mandalorian Favreau and Filoni were trying to, they were, they were like, dude, we want you to re- revere this show as much as you revere the original trilogy. We want sequel trilogy, you know, not sequel trilogy, but prequel trilogy fans to revere this as much as they revere the prequel trilogy. Right. Um, I just don't feel this was like, okay, we want this to be on the same level as this. Okay. You know, I, I mean, I, maybe, maybe it's because infinity war and Endgame set the bar so high, but you know, I look at, I don't know. I, I may be, I may be overreacting, but I, I still <coughs> enjoyed it. I'm not mad. I wasted. No, nine I, and I'm, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. Like, how you're yeah. coming across, you're coming across as someone who's objectively looking at it from a cinematic viewer's perspective. Right. You're not watching it as, as a, a fanboy or fangirl. You're watching it with a little bit more invested than just the fancy lights and the bells and the whistles and the Easter eggs. Right. But to your point earlier, this was made to bring in both the casual audience and the MCU diehards to get them revved up for phase four. Uh, what, what are we in phase four phase four right, right. and you know 2021 be damned so right. i honestly feel like it accomplished that it also made us say hey you can actually get actors that know how to act right and not just fit a role fit a stereotype these people at this show can act so i look at it from that perspective uh-huh. as well i'm not looking at it as just a fanboy fangirl I'm over here saying these lines were expertly done. Even the bit characters played their part well. Right. Remember, this was the first foray for Marvel Studios to do a weekly episodic television show. Correct. Was it perfect? No. No. Was it a B? A, in my opinion, a solid B plus. Yes. Okay. And, yeah, I, and, and I'm and I'm not disagreeing. I'm. I'm actually going into. Oh, I know you're not. I'm I know giving you're not. it a B plus. Yeah, I know you're not. That makes. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to downplay any of this. Like I agree with everything Damien's saying. I, I think this was fantastically acted. Um, should should awards be given out for this? Maybe, probably, mm. but will they? Probably not. I mean, oh. no. The Emmys are not going to look at this and say. Oh, great. Elizabeth Olsen, here's your <laughs> award. Um, here's your nomination. Um, I wish. But I, 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 I just, I want, I don't know. I'm, I'm, maybe it's knowing that it ties into Doctor Strange and a movie called The Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Where's my multiverse here? You're going to tease me that this is, you know, for the diehard MCU fans who know a multiverse is coming to bring in Evan Peters and have it. it that's like the ultimate troll job. That's well, wait a minute. We are, we actually did get the multiverse reference in the end credit scene where she hears her son. This is true. Potentially in a multiverse calling out for her as she's reading the dark hold. Yes, and we got the Darkhold, which the last time we saw the Darkhold in any Marvel property was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which may or may not be canonical, that show, depending on the day. Like, some days it's canonical, <laughs> depending some on days Kevin it's not. Feige's mood. Yes. <laughs> depending on Kevin Feige's mood towards Jeff Loeb, it all depends. Although I could possibly see after all the crap Joss Whedon's going through. You remember Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? 
Yeah, nobody needs to remember that. <laughs> nobody needs to remember Joss's TV show. <laughs> yeah. But the only no, thing I, I, I'll miss about that show is Robbie Reyes and, I mean, Clark Gregg as Colson. Well, they can I, still I, bring that back. They can still bring yeah. Gabriel Luna did a fantastic job on that show and almost single-handedly Dwayne The Rock Johnson that show. And what I mean by that is The Rock is franchise Viagra. Just ask Vin Diesel. <laughs> and, and no, but but I I think Gabriel Luna's uh uh Robbie Ray or or his his ghostwriter. Yeah, that that was the best part of that show. And if they're going to do a ghostwriter in the MCU, don't look any further. Grab mm-hmm. him. Put him put him in there's your there's your ghostwriter right there. I don't care if you want a Johnny Blaze or who you want. Go with Robbie. Go with, yeah. Go with him. That that's Which what I always thought was funny is that when they did modern uh Ghost Rider it was only Johnny Blaze, but he looked more like Danny Ketch designed more like Danny Ketch because that's the one everybody uh-huh. remembers. That's the one but I, I remember. Want- yeah, I always wanted a, except for the bike. It never looked like Danny Ketch's bike, but I always wanted a uh, Danny Ketch. But I, I love, I love Robbie Reyes. Uh, um, Luna, I'd like to see him be Robbie Reyes again. I definitely want more of a, a comic accurate look to Robbie because I think he's the most unique looking Ghost Rider. Like he's just badass looking. Yeah. Um, His skull had vents on it in she- Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I, I loved that. The com the comic uh, it, one is drawn is drawn a little bit differently and is way more badass looking. Like it almost is like his helmet turns into the skull and there's those vents and stuff, but it's got this like like his teeth are like it, it's a little bit different than the other Ghost Rider skulls. It's so like it's it's creepy looking, but it, it's just badass looking at the same time. And I just love yeah. to see that. Well, portrayed more accurately. Wh- where I think we go with the MCU now is I think we go with this mystic. There, there's going to be there's going to be three branches of the yes. MCU now. There's going to be the mystic branch, mm-hmm. which is Wanda, Doctor Strange. They're even going to throw Spider Man in there, <laughs> and 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 th- this will bring us our Ghost Riders. This will bring us our Blades. This will bring us our our multiverse. And then we're going to get a a a s a, a, a realistic, and, and I say I, I I with like Falcon and Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. gr- more grounded. And I say grounded, but it's going to be like super action Michael Bay movies with less mm-hmm. explosions. Well, I, I think when Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be feel more like, um. Yeah, like Winter Soldier. It's going to feel more like yeah. the Winter Soldier movie. It's going to definitely be like a thriller, like spy thriller with action. And then and then I think the third branch we're going to get is the cosmic. The cosmic branch with, with the Guardians, Thor, the Eternals. And you're going to have the X-Men and Fantastic Four, in a way, bridge those three branches. Hmm. If that makes any sense. Well, and... I think going back to WandaVision, um, I mean, I understand everything you're saying, and I, I don't say I don't see it or don't feel a little bit the same. Um, but I feel like 
exists well not right now but will um you will see the effects of this tv show like this story right later on it's like they're dropping that pebble in the pond right now like they just casted it in the pond and we'll see the ripples you know throughout and when I say I'm, I, I, I was a little disappointed, it's, I, I'm going to use an analogy here. It's like you promised me a ribeye steak, mm-hmm. but you gave me a New York strip steak. They're in the both, end, they're still steak. In, in, in the end, they're both really good steaks. You know? Mm. So I'm not, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Oh my gosh. It's like, okay. Like that and guy then, you referenced what? earlier, the, the pretentious guy. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Hot toys. <laughs> Hot toys. Which I, 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 he honestly must be a pompous ass because I don't know anybody that knows anything would ever scoff at a hot toy. But anyway, um, I think there, I think there's little, there's little nuggets here, um, that'll pay off, especially when it comes to mutants and X Men. I mean, because. Agatha's hinting that she always had her power. You know, the 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 Infinity Stone might have opened it up to her quicker, but um, I feel that it's you know if you're paying like not saying you're not paying attention, but I mean in general like audiences if you're paying attention and they're I think they're hinting at that like some people are are born with abilities. You know what I mean. We haven't seen that in the MCU yet. And it's like, uh, I mean, like we discussed off air, I mean, um, it easily could be in the canon that Professor X has been hiding everyone. Because he is one of the most powerful mutants. You know, he can have that power to hide them and not be detected. You know, because I mean, even in the X-Men comics in the beginning, not everybody's ever seen a mutant. Some people don't think mutants actually exist. And then in more populated areas, you know, they've seen mutants, you know, they, they protest against mutants, but not everyone's seen a mutant, you know? So, I mean, you know, probably know the X-Men and mutants could have been here the whole time. I mean, Nick, Nick Fury, when he, you know, would send the X-Men, especially in Jim, the late eighties and early nineties in the Jim Lee era, Fury would be like, contact Xavier well, and be like, "Hey, I need your guys to take care of this." Like they well, do missions. I'm I'm gonna look at it this way: is is I'm gonna look at it like, and I'm, I'm going back to Star Wars, guys. But you take the last four episodes of the Clone Wars mm. with Ahsoka and Rex and what's going on there, and then you take that's happening at the same time that Revenge of the Sith is going on. And it's mm. like, you're neither, based on the story you're watching, you're not aware of the side story, of the, of the parallel story going on over here. And all this time, with Marvel's Merry Mutants, hmm. we could have had them all along. We're just not aware in the MCU of their story going on. Yeah, I don't if mean, that makes any to, sense. It comes like, down to the post credits of Avengers when Fury goes, "You think you're the only superhero in the world?" Right. I mean, all the stories since then, 
have been about mostly about I mean the only really superheroes around before that that we know of in the MCU is Captain America and we didn't know about Thor but after Iron Man we've gotten a lot of origins I mean Captain well, it, Marvel but you said you think you're the only superhero in the world so I mean Fury every, might know about mutants every superhero we've gotten to know in the MCU up until WandaVision right now is somebody who is affected in one way, shape, or form by an infinity stone. Yes. Yeah. So it's like we've got this infinity stone. <clears throat> the X-Men could be over here dealing with something else. Fury like, what knows are we gonna, about. Right. It's like, what are we going to do now that the infinity stones can't be the, the magnet to all of the MCU? Right. You know, maybe Maybe yeah. they can still do it, but I think that's where the Eternals come into play. Uh, to be able to pull people within the MCU, I like I said, I think we've got we're going to have the three branches: the grounded reality, the 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 cosmic, and the supernatural. In some way, shape, or form, the X Men are going to bridge the supernatural and and the grounded reality, and the Fantastic Four are going to be the ones that bridge the cosmic and the grounded reality, and everything's going to come back to that because, you know. That, that that's just the way I see this going. I mean, if as as somebody who likes to tell stories, I think that's that's where I would take it at least. You know, the Fantastic Four are going to have interactions with the Guardians. The Fantastic Four are going to have interactions with Thor. Uh, the X Men are going to have interactions with Doctor Strange and 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 Wanda. But they're also all going to have the interactions with with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which will breed the 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 main. The, the relatable characters for, for regular everyday people, the Falcons, the, the, the Bucky's, the, the Hawkeyes and all that. That's just where I, I, I mean, WandaVision is worth your time. It's worth the effort to watch. I'm going to watch it again because I did have expectations and they were dashed, but that doesn't mean I'm going to hate this. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe perhaps getting to sit there and binge it and seeing it as a whole yeah, you might pick up on things or see things that you didn't notice before. You know, and and I think I think WandaVision is a show that's going to benefit more from binge watching than weekly watching. Mandalorian yeah. was very good about leaving you on a cliffhanger to bring you back for next week, and and while you know even with the finales, you're like, okay, well, what's you know the first first finale we get the reveal of the dark saber, and it's like what. You know, I think I think the weekly drop really works for the Mandalorian. Where WandaVision, I really feel like should have just been a dump. It should they just should have dumped the whole thing at once and left it up to you. I think the weekly may work for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, well, I mean that's supposed to be longer, and it seems very. I mean, not that WandaVision didn't seem cinematic, but it seems very on the level of Mandalorian, where Mandalorian's got this very movie kind of presentation to it where you know i i think so does falcon although, Winter soldier although it cost 25 million an episode for wandavision it didn't cost that much for mandalorian did it cost yeah. 25 million Jeez. that's what they said 25 million an episode Jeez. i think i i think that's what i read i'm gonna double check that but yeah i just just your final thoughts i i want to Start wrapping up because 
we've had the technical difficulties and all that fun stuff. And I think it's, I, I, you could talk, we could speculate till we're blue in the face on where the MCU goes, but we're not, not going to know. We'll have a better idea in December after we watch Spider-Man mm. no way home. I mean, I would have loved the stinger and it's in my head. It wasn't too far from what you said, which streams coming like Wanda, I need your help, but having Peter there, you know, that could have been a really great, like, when you, like I said, when the drop in the pond and it connects, like, um, and even what your reference from uh, Clone Wars to Episode 3, well, while Wanda's doing this in New Jersey, uh, away from home could have been happening. Yeah. Or starting to happen. hmm You know, so, and- I mean, that also, I mean, I'm a Spider-Man guy, so that, that would have made my day. Yeah, it, the budget for each episode was reported to be as much as $25 million, which makes it the most expensive television series in history. Oh, wow. Okay. Was that okay. the salaries? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, does that include their salaries in that? Probably, probably. So I, I, my, my final thoughts is going to be a, a tweet I saw on, on Twitter earlier. Uh, and it's a guy who I, I respect. He, he writes comics. He reads comics. Uh, his name is Up to Task, and he says, stop judging shows based off what didn't happen and start judging shows based on what did happen. I don't agree with every decision WandaVision made, but that doesn't automatically make it a bad show because either you got trolled or you just didn't enjoy the show as a watcher. And and I, I that that's trying to get across what I'm trying to say is like, yes, I was disappointed. I'm... I'm yeah. Saying this disappointed me in the story, but I got over it because it's still a great show. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I I think it's a great addition to the MCU. I think we're going to look back on it once we get further down the line and be like, I think it's going to be one of those things that it's it's a fine wine. Mm-hmm. I think WandaVision is going to be a fine wine. It's going to age well once we get more future stuff into putting into it, putting back into it. I think then we're going to be like, Oh, it's so good. It's what a great starting point. And I think it is a good starting point. Yeah. I I think there's, I I think there's things that are only going to enrich this more as the story goes on. Since there's so much connectivity. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I fell into the troll thing, but I wasn't disappointed. I, I, I guess at first I thought I was disappointed because I was expecting this, this big cameo. But seeing it the second time and watching it and enjoying for the story for what it was, I loved it. And as a whole, I mean, just going back to the the first two episodes, at first I was like, Ugh, what's going on here? Um, because even uh, a not casual fan, um, I mean, you might know the story from the comics, but, you know, they kind of deviate in the movies a lot. They cherry pick. Um, I was like, okay, what's going on here? And right. but you, you know what I mean. I, the first two episodes, I was like a little bit confused at first. I was like, uh, but like once you get to that third episode, I mean, the ball really starts rolling, and you're like, it's Marvel, so I'm gonna watch it. But like. I would have watched it anyway 
Oh, I thought it was interesting the first two episodes, but that third episode, that's really the one that really like hooks yeah. you. That's the one that's like, okay, now I, I get it. I get it. Let's like now. And, you know, that kept me going for more. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, I think this series um, will have bigger meaning and be more enjoyable to watch once we see more of the connectivity. Um, you're going to go back and pick up probably things like, oh, okay, I see where that plays mm-hmm. into Far From Home or, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness or, you know, whatever. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. Plus, it really did give Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen time to shine, which they were great in the MCU movies, but they never really, like, you know, you have the main characters you know cap iron man thor all them that like they're they've always been the main focus and they were kind of secondary characters that you love but you didn't get much time to spend with them and this was so great to let them really get to shine i mean i know paul bettany's a great actor i know elizabeth olsen's a great actor cause, uh, actress because i've seen her other movies um like especially went wind river um uh, it was great to see them shine and we get more of those characters because I don't see anyone walking away from the show and not going, I love Scarlet Witch now. You know, not that they, anyone didn't like her before, but I don't see how, like, if you were like, you liked her, but you weren't a fan of her, um, Mm -hmm. before this, uh, I think you're definitely walking away. Like she's badass. Like I want more of her, you know? So, uh, that's my outlook. (laughs) <laughs> Damien, anything else? Um, no, I mean, uh, really quick, guys uh, I started doing a thing called uh, Cartoon Rewatch Where I take cartoons from the 70s, 80s, and 90s I watch the pilot episode Hopefully I get jazzed up off the intro uh, I've done about seven episodes So really fast The one that disappointed me the most I will say Is King Arthur and the Knights of Justice If you recall that cartoon Back in the 90s, it had an awesome guitar riff soundtrack. Merlin <laughs> bought this Merlin bought this ragtag football team called the Knights, wink, wink, led by their quarterback, Arthur King, wink, wink, to go against the forces of darkness. The football puns for the 90s were bad. The <laughs> characters who were typecast, you had the jive-talking African-American, you had the square-jawed, guy who was too pretty to play football but yet he was good, naturally good at it you know yeah. you had all these weird typecasts i couldn't get through the first 15 minutes of it well not even 10 minutes of it saying i regret this profusely uh and then really quickly mortal Kombat had a cartoon got through the first 10 minutes of defenders of the realm realized they've wasted ron perlman on curtis striker yep you heard that right the crossing <laughs> guard baton wielding striker and Luke Perry was Sub-Zero. So if you get a chance huh. to check that out, please go watch on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Damon G Show. I will talk more on here, give little five, ten-minute snippets at a time starting next week. Yes. But they are cartoon rewatches. And oh my God, these things did not age well. But remember, kids, <laughs> just because you didn't like what you didn't get doesn't mean you don't enjoy the actual food you did get. WandaVision was a B plus. We liked it. And remember to quote Optimus Prime, one shall stand, one shall fall. 
And on that note, we have been the Nerdicons. Thank you all for listening this week. Hopefully the technical difficulties didn't dry you out, but we're we find us on Twitter and Instagram at Nerdicons Pod. Rate, review, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Damien, plug your. Uh, do you have other stuff to plug if you want? Or I always do. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, find me on social media at Damien G Show. Like I said, twitch.tv slash Damien G Show there as well, as well as on YouTube. Uh, find the people I work with besides the Nerdicons, uh, the Big Gold Belt podcast. We like to dub ourselves one of the more intellectually speaking podcasts in terms of wrestling fandom. Uh, please. Oh, also freeplayinc.com slash save the arcade. Uh, it's near and dear to my heart. I will also contribute to the twitch.tv slash freeplay arcade daily Mike B news show. If you're on Twitch on Sunday around five 30 central six 30 Eastern, I will be doing play by play along with my co-host Chris Delp for their monthly street fighter two turbo arcade tournament. Uh, I'm on air for six hours, man. Talking street fighter. Sometimes I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes I'm just a homer who's getting whooped at Street Fighter and loving every second of it. So that's twitch.tv uh, slash freeplayarcade. Tune in 5.30 this Sunday. I will be streaming for about six hours until we crown a monthly Street Fighter 2 Turbo Champion. And Carl, take us home. Like Russ said, you can find us on Nerdicod's Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Echo Storkton on Instagram. Also, check out me and my friend's toy photography page called Nose Plastic Addicts. Also, check out their other great shows on our net, on the Geek Out Show Network, like the Geek Out Show. Uh, <laughs> Canon, uh, Canon Cantina, hosted by Jade Majors Picks, uh, which is a toy photography show um, hosted by Major Reaction. Check them out. And uh, without further ado, keep your detox dust free your figures posed dynamically, and your comics bagged and boarded. Till next time, peace.